everybody, and welcome to the Wisconsin Sports Show! This is December 22nd, 2022. Thanks for tuning in to the Wisconsin Sports Show. You get all of your Wisconsin sports takes here in 20 minutes or less, or your blizzard is free. Ooh, canceled all my flights, pushed everything back, and I'm thankfully stuck in Los Angeles, California for the, I mean, for any place to be stuck at, I'm, I'm cool with, uh, with it being here, but here's hope you are safe in the blizzard, or if you're not in a blizzard, uh, that you are, uh, that you are watching sports. So let's get to it. The blizzard aside doesn't affect the broadcasting of podcasts, of course. So, uh, let's get into it. First off is the pack back, but, well, it's not first off. See, this is why I need a producer. (laughs) The pack is back, question mark, but we will start with, as we have all season, the Milwaukee Bucks, the best NBA team in the league right now. They are on top many, many power polls, and, of course, I'm biased, but I will say that they are playing the best. Every single night, even with some veterans being out and sitting, they can beat any team at any time. I don't think this team is going to trade anything, any pieces. I think we're going to be very boring in the next month or two when it comes to trades. This is the team. Continuity is the most important thing to this team and they're getting it. I mean, again, there are there are some games that are pretty weak when it comes to star power. Now, that's a whole nother discussion with the NBA, how they're doing their scheduling. The Miami Heat, in fact, just got fined for sitting too many players. But as, as I echo all the time, the NBA is really dumb with their schedule. It doesn't make any sense. But I digress. Uh, Even the times they are sitting Giannis, Drew Holiday, Middleton, who's sneaking back into the lineup here, they can still win. Now, granted, against the Charlottes of the world, it's against this, against that. They're very deep. They're very deep right now. So what do we start with here? I think that they, you know, we're easing back Middleton. Joe Ingles also getting some minutes, getting uh, his first score this week as well, coming back for the Bucks. Well done. If he can come back, and if, I think we're going to keep an eye on Marjan from here on out. I like him. I like him. He's a rookie, six foot seven. He, he had a good Utah Jazz game, dropping down 18 points in a win over them. So I'm going to go with, Marjan is the Wisconsin Sports Person of the Week. Because I really went over the roster, you guys. And now that we are all such veterans of winning an NBA championship due to the Bucks doing it two years ago, we know that the end game is the playoffs. And if you're deep, you really have a chance. You can have a star, you can have the couple stars. 
That's the thing. The Bucks don't have the big three like it's three of the top 10 players. They have the big three and they're very good. They're all top 25 players, top 30 players. If Middleton can come back and play how he was, he's he's very, very good. But the other thing about the Bucks I love is they is their depth. Like I just said, they can beat a team, not have the big three, and they're totally fine. We got Brooke. We got the white boy from Duke. We got Portis coming off the bench. We got white boy number two. <laughs> Pat Connaughton, of course, uh, coming off the bench as well. There's at least seven players, so that's why I always focus on what's the bottom half of this. You guys all know Drew Holiday's playing out of his mind. You all know Giannis is fucking slaying it up. You have eyeballs, and you're watching the game. So let's take a look at what's at the bottom here. Because it is. I mean, if Javon Carter, he's an excellent eighth man in the playoffs, okay? I don't want to rely on him starting. He can shoot the ball. He's now a good veteran. I'm into Carter. I I was going to spotlight him at first, but I'm telling you, if this Marjan kid can come up, we're just trying to get away from Wesley Matthew minutes. How do we cut the Wesley Matthew minutes in the playoffs to preferably zero? Um, Wesley Matthew should be the effing 10th guy, okay? I want Marjan to pick it up. I want Carter to pick it up. They'll probably have to do some Ibaka minutes just to get some length in there. But again, Marjan is 6'7". I mean, not good enough to play the post, but good length, good defensive length there. And so that's the team. That's that's the top 10. That's a great top 10. And if Marjan can improve, if Carter can be good, they're... They are excellent ninth and 10th, 10th people on a team, on a championship team. It's the classic, like, these guys would be higher on the food chain in other teams, right? Javon Carter would start for the for Charlotte. Marjan Beauchamp. Why did the Milwaukee Bucks just uh, confusing names? Uh, so, yes, I... We'll keep an eye on him. We'll keep an eye at the bottom of the roster here. That's the most fun stuff going on. Those are the guys who will determine. Grayson Allen was the other white guy. That's right. I I get my, I always forget my white guys. And I mean, even him, if he could just, he's the weak link and he's the one I like the least on the Bucks. Now I want him to get hotter. I want her to be a little bit better from the three. He's not even like a J.R. Smith where it's like, oh, shit, he's hot. He's going to hit. It's like one out of every six games he hits a couple threes. It's like not enough for my liking. But regardless, as we move on, we'll keep an eye on that. Now, a couple of things to note. And, well, just one last point on that. I need a producer. Ingles, if he's if he's your, if a, if a hobbled late 30s, Coming off a devastating injury, Ingles gets you anything in the playoffs. And I'm talking about eighth, ninth man here. I'm not even talking six. We got a six man. It's Bobby Portis. He's perfect. He's great. We have a seventh man. We have Pat Connaughton. Great seventh man. Just where you want him. (laughs) 
So uh, the depth is what we're playing with as, as we move on. When you have Giannis just dropping dunks on everybody, there's not much, you know, to talk about there. They're fucking amazing and they're fun to watch. Uh, one stat that caught my eye here is we do head into January in the NBA. The Milwaukee Bucks are 14-3 at home. So fucking Deer District, keep it up. Keep it up. Uh, a couple losses to Memphis and, and Cleveland. I mean... The young teams, that's what they do. Like Giannis would do this with the better teams. He'd always step it up when LeBron was on the Cavs. He'd always step it up when he was playing like the champions because he wanted to be one someday. And that's where the Cavs are. They're starting out. Memphis as well. They're very good. Their young teams are super good. They just need a little more time before they beat the champs here. Uh, so the regular season wins. Great. Great. They, they got it from us. Cavs are going to be tough, mostly defensively. I mean, that is why it's not peak ahead time to playoffs quite yet. But once I do that, the it's going to be Boston and the Cavs are going to be the toughest because they just have more dudes who can, I don't want to say stop Giannis because we bet with it. That doesn't necessarily happen. But like any good NBA player, you're just trying to mitigate the 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 damage that's going to rain down upon you. And they can do that. They can do that. And they play some of the best teams coming up here. So Boston and the Nets, the big uh, Christmas game, of course, against Boston. So we'll all be tuning into that because we'll be tired of speaking to our families at that point. And uh, Friday night against the Nets. So that's a huge game. NBA TV. Always dislike the away NBA TV games because uh, we don't get the feed uh, with our peeps. Uh, and then Chicago and the T-Wolves will end out the year. I say this every week. I feel like a, a fool. <laughs> And I referenced it earlier. They have a lot of games. They they play so much, it feels like. I don't... I, are we going to have less games as, as kind of the spring hits? I'm, I'm curious. I, probably not, but doesn't it feel that way? I mean, they're playing four or five times a week, it feels like. Anyways, so that'll round out the year, and that rounds out our Bucks chat as we move forward uh, with that. We'll keep an eye on Ingles and uh, and the the sixth, the eighth, ninth, and tenth man uh, as we move forward. So let's get to the Green Bay Packers. Pack is back, very possibly winning two games. Uh, <laughs> I mean, after my Eagles meltdown, which I'll admit. I was not very happy watching that game, nor commenting on it afterwards. Um, uh, you know, if you did miss it, I really took the defense to task. Uh, they gave up the most yards in the ground to anybody ever before this. Uh, absolutely. If, if, like, if that doesn't motivate, if that doesn't, it's just, we have all these first round draft picks that nobody can fucking tackle and stop the run. Uh, it does not make sense. Uh, tackling and rushing defense is a lot of effort stuff. So it's just like these guys are not working hard enough. They don't care. 
They're first round draft picks. I don't know what the fuck that's all about. This was supposed to be a huge breakout season for the defense. Instead, they got broken into their buttholes uh, by the Eagles' offense here. So they've looked decent. I mean, they're against some shitty teams, okay? The Bears and the Rams are really having some some bad seasons, and it's not enough to say, hey, look at that. We really turned it around. But they are looking more complete on offense. Defense aside, which is going to lose us the season, basically. I mean, the offense is coming around. DVOA, they've slipped up to seven. The, the Dylan, Aaron Jones, oh, you get this guy. Then you get this guy. It does work. You can't have him on the field at the same time. It's, it's fine. They tried it a little bit. But it's working. Christian Watson, folks, might win the rookie of the year. I mean, if he keeps catching a touchdown, if he gets three more touchdowns from Rodgers and has rushing, you know, yardage and getting over 100 yards, he's quickly becoming wide receiver one. Dobbs coming back. Lazard can shift back into his more comfortable role as not a number one receiver solidify the offensive line just a little bit? You got something cooking on offense there. I mean, they almost came back against Philly. They, you know, they've had these moments. But nothing's going to fucking happen because this defense sucks ass. So it's it's a confusing season because all of the wrong things happened and it, it, the worst place you could be this is all sports, I think, is right mediocre smack dab in the middle. Kind of where Milwaukee is right now. Where the Brewers are right now, okay? They're not shitty enough to be like, well, we're, we're stocking up that farm league. And they're not good enough to win a championship. So it's like, oh, cool. I get to watch this Constellation Prize team who gets ninth place every year. Awesome. And that's where the Packers are at. What, what is this? This is this is mediocre as it gets, this team. And I can't, you know, I, I've said my fair share of things about Rodgers, but it is coming together, but we don't have a clear picture of what this is all going to... They're not going to have Aaron Rodgers and, and, uh, and I was going to call him Kevin Love. Oh, God. They're not going to have Rodgers and Love on the same team next year. I don't know how you could just keep a rookie quarterback until he's 27. The Chris Wenke thing did not work out, okay? He won. He did have a good year at 27, won the Heisman. He did not make it in the pros. If he was good, if Love was good, Rodgers would be out of here already. I, I, I don't think he's good. And this is just from they see him every day, the staff, the personnel, the coaching. And there's no indication they want to move on and go and, and move on from Rodgers and get to Love. So we're just stuck. Like, what is this? Nine and eight. 
great. I mean, we might not even get there because here's the upcoming games. Miami on Christmas Day, we get our Christmas ruined once again. <laughs> last year, last year they did eke it out, but oh dear God. They play the Dolphins, and this is where the defense is really just going to, I mean, it, it, when this defense goes up against good offenses, we've seen what happens. So that aside, they have the Vikings in Detroit at home, two teams that have no, been known to shit the bed. But this, this could be a, a Dolphins massacre unless the Packers can really bring it together. And again, you get to 9-8. and eight. Some team is going to slaughter this defense. It, it doesn't matter if it's the Dolphins or if they happen to make the stupid playoffs by the Cowboys. I mean, I, 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 I beat the, they beat the fucking Cowboys. I... I we're exactly where we don't want to be. Not good enough to win a championship. Not bad enough to get something in the draft. We're going to run it back next year. Uh, right now, from where I'm sitting, I'm assuming the Packers are going to run it back next year. If they lose, and Rodgers has said he would sit if they don't have a chance for the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. I would rather have that as a fan. I really would. I want to take... Two games to see Jordan Love, see what's up. Can he do it? Is this our guy? Should we move forward with him? Because we run this thing back next year with this defense. It, it's going to be sad city. <laughs> That's the part I'm concerned about. Not the offense. I do think, as I said, we got a rookie of, of the year on our hands. That's very exciting. And it takes the Devontae Adams thing and it does make it feel a little better. But we're not, we need Jordan Love. He just must be terrible. I mean, I don't, I don't know when we get to have a look at this guy. Are they keeping him, you know, in the dark to not ruin his trade value as well? So it's a moving forward. We have one good team that we don't have to worry about that we're stuck in purgatory. And we got two teams that are completely stuck in sports purgatory, which is the worst place to be. I would rather be four and 10 at this point. And Rogers be like, well, that's it. We get to move on. I'm 40. I'm going to stop yelling at everybody. I'm going to take my ayahuasca and, and move on. Which, by the way, right. Val Kilmer did a lot of ayahuasca. So I just, if you haven't seen a picture of him lately, please look at one and just Rogers, you know, chill on that stuff. Uh, it, it is good for you in small doses, but please chill. Uh, and we're going to have a 40, 41 year old quarterback next year. And we're going to trade away Jordan Love for a fourth round, fifth round pick. Complete, like, completely misfired on that one. Ugh. Or did we? Because I do think it... <laughs> I do think it kicked Rodgers in the ass. And it, it, that draft pick helped him win two MVPs. He could not close it out in the playoffs, and that will not be his legacy because he won the one. But... <sighs> 
she had a good regular season, as we all know, and won a couple. So I don't. I, I just don't see him personally being better next year. And I don't see us getting a look or a good enough look at Jordan Love as this season closes out. So yo ho ho everybody enjoy the like, we got Packers and the Bucks on the same day on Christmas how fucking exciting is that so have a good Christmas have a new year and we will see you later enjoy those 